Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. We're going, we're, we're good, we're green. <laughs> Welcome to episode 53 of the Degenerates Clubhouse. And this is our first time trying to actually video capture like, like a real professional studio, which is a coincidence because this episode is brought to you by Logitech. The Logitech C920 webcam mm-hmm. is our official sponsor for this episode. And Mondo, have you ever thought to yourself, wow, I would like the sensation that maybe someone's remotely watching me in my apartment through a small electronic device? Perhaps a 17-year-old Russian who's hacked your computer and wants to watch you walk around naked. Whoa. If you ever wanted that, all this and more could be yours with the Logitech C920 webcam. Make sure uh, you turn, turn those to face the wall when we're done. Th- this episode is brought to you by Logitech. It's not officially sponsored by Logitech. But you know who you don't have to worry about hacking your computer because they don't know how to fucking use computers? Florida Man. Florida Man. Florida Man. Um... This week in Florida, man, where's the damn article? Here we go. Organizers seek to change Lee County, Florida to Bruce Lee County, Florida. Uh, a new change.org petition is seeking to rebrand Lee County in Florida to Bruce Lee County. In an effort to eradicate racism in both Florida and across the country, a local arts organization is calling for the rebrand instead of a complete name change to minimize the costs while still changing the narrative behind the county's namesake. In the petition, the group of artists said they chose Bruce Lee to replace Confederate General Robert E. Lee as a county namesake because of his impact as a leading actor, martial artist, and pop culture icon of his time. I, I like the fact, though, that they're, they're thinking, you know what? They're not going to think the people that founded this town are crazy racists anymore. They're just going to be like, they like yellow jumpsuits and kung fu, like, <laughs> which they probably also like that. And we're also crazy racists. Uh, Lee County was originally named in 1887 as the be- at the behest of prominent Fort Myers citizens and Confederate Captain Francis Hendry. Hendry was a fan of the controversial general who over time was transformed into a pillar of the South, despite being responsible for hundreds of thousands of American deaths during the Civil War, and at one point, Robert Lee's family owned hundreds of enslaved people. Yay, slaves. <laughs> just just take that in for a second. Hundreds. Like, they didn't say a hundred. They said hundreds. That's, that is like several football teams full of people they owned. That is fucked up. Fuck that guy. We didn't, uh, off air, you started going in the direction, but we didn't really go into... I guess too deep of a of a dive into it, but what's what are your thoughts about all that kind of uh, that wave of like trying to tear tear down old monuments and old statues and all that stuff of uh, former you know Confederate whatever heroes if you want to call them heroes. Well, so for, first of all, just as I said, fuck those guys, f- fuck the Confederate generals. I, I really don't care. I have no sympathy. There's none of this. Oh, it's history. Whatever. I, no, go fuck yourself. Um, I could. I let me slide a couple more fucks in there to really get my point across. But like in particular the statues, I, I don't think you want to look at that. If you're if you're someone who's like, "Oh, that dude might have owned my great-great-grandpa." Like I wouldn't want to see that every day. And 
it's not like there, because and there's this whole argument of uh, well, it's our history. This is how we're gonna know about our history. It's right. like no, re- buy a book and read what actually happened. Well, you dumb fucks. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm kind of in the middle. If they're going to pull all those, I I was okay with them leaving them up. I don't care. But it's you know to to symbolize like what we, the shitty history we come from. But if they're gonna do that, then they may as well pull all this stuff nationally that has that kind of same. Um, message and then put them in a museum. Like I mean, they did they did that with the uh, Museum of Tolerance. Like that, with, that is fine. You know what I mean. So that way, so it doesn't go completely forgotten. Like you can go to a museum and still see this shit and say, oh yeah, this is how fucked up we used to be. Like, but is anyone really getting that context from the statues? Is anyone looking at the statue of Robert E. Lee and being, oh yeah, now I get the whole historical context of the Civil War, like the impact he had, the lives he took. Yeah, this, this you know, whatever it is, like 10-foot bronze statue completely communicates that and now I understand. Like people are looking at that as a source of pride because a lot of them are ignorant and they don't know what's going on because statues are a terrible, terrible way to communicate what happened in the past. Statues are there to like deify people and commemorate them, not to reflect on what they did and how uh, they they ruin many many people's lives and it's like still a blight on our country. Um, all I have to say, our, I lived in Germany. Guess what? There was not a single Nazi flag flying in Germany. And they're like, it's our history. We just want to remember. Like they're like, no, we're taking that shit down asap. Yeah, which is the only logical and sensible thing to do. Fuck those guys! I say it again. You think it's it's it is it is kind of funny that they're changing it to Bruce Lee County. <laughs> it's kind of like a double fucky to all those like Confederate people. It's kind of like not only are we trying to eradicate the bad message it was sending, but it's kind of like haha, martial artist, dude. Change every Lee County Lee this Lee that to some some famous Asian name Lee. Yeah, like like somewhere in in Santa Monica. Let's get Bobby Lee Road. <laughs> Bobby Lee County, <laughs> holy shit! I don't, I don't think he gets a whole county. No, what would he get? Like a, I, a bus stop? Maybe, maybe a cul-de-sac. <laughs> Bobby Lee, uh, Be- because I think if you're gonna name anything after him, like let's get sack in the title. Ah, Bobby Lee cul-de-sac. Got it. Makes sense. Um, is there any more after this fucking article? No, that was it. Short little article. I like it. I like when the articles aren't like five miles long. That was it for Florida, man. <laughs> wait, wait, you found articles that are measured in miles? Yeah. You know what I mean. Don't be a douche. Um, let's move on to Reddit. Okay. On Ask Reddit, what is something that a fictional character said that stuck with you? I like how they misspell character. They put cactor. I don't know if you look, if you caught that. It's C-H-A-C-T-E-R. Someone on the internet didn't have perfect spelling? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm shot. Let's stop this whole podcast and do an <laughs> investigation and find out what happened. Um, well, so, so <laughs> this actually kind of ties into the last one, like off, uh, Mike, we, I was, I was joking cause I was trying to think of one and I still haven't thought of like a real serious one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, fuck this person who doesn't know how to spell character. They said serious, but I said, oh, I was like, oh yeah. In this really rare movie, I saw this character that said, life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. And then I was like, yeah. And that's so true. I thought to myself, Life is sort of like a box that we're all contained inside of. And the chocolates are the black people. Oh, no. Which which, it is, is sort of ties down. And then I did have sort of a connected thought that it, it's, it's too late. It's too late to do a rebranding. <laughs> uh, and that would definitely be for uh, black people to, to suggest, not me. 
But <laughs> dickhead, you but, liar. But I'm if I'm completely honest. I do wish that they were called chocolate people instead of black people, <laughs> because one, there's just so much better of a connotation with chocolate. Like who doesn't like chocolate? And two, it's just more uh, accurate. Like. Their hue and tone is of chocolate. It's the, Nobody's actually black. That'd be terrifying if you saw someone who was literally black. You'd be like, did you get a tattoo on your whole body? What's I happening? I don't know. There are some some African-Americans that are like yeah, there's the, super dark. Yeah, the dark chocolate. The dark chocolate? <laughs> so would you say like pa- our brother Papa would be dark chocolate? Yeah, there's like some people are dark chocolate. Some some people are Snickers. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, they're just a little nutty. That's all. <laughs> all right. So, so if if uh, if black people were then uh, going forward referred to as chocolate people, what would you then call a Hispanic like Hispanic people? Like, if you had to name a dessert or food after them, what would what would you use? Oh, I don't know. So that's that's now we're in the the territory of my color blindness, where <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I could accurately say that. I mean, I don't think all people have to be named after foods. Like, I think Hispanic is fine, but we we chose to name a a whole like race of people after a color that they're not actually that color Yeah, but run with it like would you call us like the taco people or like the what would it be would it be the horchata people oh horchata <laughs> is delicious that would actually or, or is horchata brown it's kind of it could be it could be like a tan like a tannish color okay let's go with horchata okay it's just a little bit of cinnamon what about uh <laughs> what about Asia? that's that's like uh canelo alvarez he's horchata with cinnamon okay well, technically, canela means like, yeah, canela. Canela is cinnamon in Spanish, by the way. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my. It's all coming together. What about I'm a- seeing the cracks in the matrix. Holy fuck. What about Asian people? Oh, I don't know. Now, you, are you, you're just trying to get me to. Yeah. To. Uh-huh. to uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know. So, so one, okay, this is another one. Let's not call Asian people yellow because they're not fucking yellow. Eh. No, they're not. I, I, I watched an episode recently on. on uh, Billy on the Street. Okay. I don't think you've ever seen it. Nope. There's a, a, a uh, gay gentleman named Billy Eichner. Oh, I know who that who is. tears around Manhattan asking people things rapid fire. And he just, uh, he asked a, a uh, Asian guy, like somewhere in Manhattan, like, if you were going to be a color, what would it be? And the guy said, yellow. And I was like, no, that's, <laughs> that is a fucked up stereotype. People, Asian people are not yellow. I, I don't know. Um, what is a delicious yellow Asian food? But they're not, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, that's one where, like, I, in all honesty, with with the colorblindness, I I don't, I couldn't match it. Um, I was down with her chata though, because I think I think this is what I'm getting at. I would, I think, if you're gonna give somebody a nickname like that, a, a group of people, it should have a positive connotation, right? Where, you know, like I said, like po- chocolate has such a positive connotation, and you know what? Sometimes it kills dogs. Hashtag Michael Vick, but it's still it's still accurate. Like it's good, you feel good about it in general, except for when it when it runs an illegal dogfighting ring. Um, that reminds me of that bit that Ralphie Ralphie May did. You ever hear that Ralphie May bit where he he turned the N word into something kind of funny, into like a, I think he'd use it as a de- like a delicious dessert. Like, what if you got the most delicious dessert ever, and they were called N words? Like, damn, that N word is. I almost said it. <laughs> Did, did he say it when he was doing the oh, bit? Oh, no, he said, he, said he, he said the N-word. He, yeah, you got to let the, look at the bit. It's a fucking hilarious bit. I believe I have seen that one, but I only saw it once many years ago. Oh, dude, it's peeing my pants funny. It's hilarious. Um, Wait, so he, hearing him say the N-word made you pee in your pants? The way, His joke, his bit, yes, almost. I think Interesting. It, I, I think it t- tinkled with, with okay. laughter. 
Um, I don't know. For me, what the fiction fictional character, what fictional character su- stuck with me? I think I had one and then I lost it. Very like very blandly, I'll say. What was the movie that really? Yeah, I was gonna say the the dude abides. I was always a fan of just like his the dude like the big Lebowski, like just his 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 demeanor, his kind of laid backness, his kind of like inability to take anything serious, like, and he just kind of he just kind of. Rolled with the punches that dude abides, you know? You ever seen that movie? Many times. I'm looking up. So, I mean, the, the most timeless quote from that movie was, that rug really tied the room together. Yeah. Which, I, I did bring you a rug uh-huh. as a housewarming gift. And you... And, and it really, really tied the room together. And immediately after installing said rug into the living room, I think you said, it really ties the room together. I agree. It does. Another great one, because now I'm just looking at quotes from that movie. He's like, yeah, well, you know, that's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? I actually use that. I use that like on my day to day. If like I'm tr- if I'm like it, it, to avoid getting into like a big disagreement, I kind of just make it a funny thing out of it and just say, well, that's just like your opinion, man. You, you're trying to make funny things out of it. You're out of your fucking element, Mondo. You're out- <laughs> Donnie, you're out of your element. Uh, there's, there, that was a, a fantastic movie. If no one has seen, if there's anyone out there listening who hasn't seen The Big Lebowski, do yourself a favor. It's a, it's a weird, uh, sort of sprawling movie, but it is excellent. Yeah. And the dude abides. Um, strikes and gutters up and ups and down. Wait, I fucked that up. Strikes and gutters ups and downs. Yeah, uh, Christian Bollock and I used to quote that movie. We used to fire it off at each other all the goddamn. We would watch that movie and play the the Lebowski game. Oh, here's another great one. This the, which which we, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, did you ever did you ever play the Lebowski game with Christian or I? And no, I, no. Did you do you know what that game is? I'm assuming it's like you have to drink White Russians whenever he drinks White well, Russians. Well, it started it started with White Russians, and then we soon realize like oh shit that's just too much it's you're drinking way too much so we change it to oat sodas because you know how it refers to beers oat sodas in the movie so we change it to beer and anytime someone says dude man or lebowski you have to take a sip okay so it's an amazing game do that play that game at home children one, one last quote where oh my god oh there's so much synergy in this episode uh the the quote is Careful, man. There's a beverage here. There's a beverage here, man. Which which is nuts because uh, Mondo was so kind to brew me some Herba Mate tea. And it was just sitting on a chair, untouched. There was no bumping or anything. And then just like like the, the hand of God reached down and tipped it over. And maybe maybe it was just it was just the dude. The, d- the dude. The spirit of the dude was like, no tea for you, man. <laughs> I think it was just that in your klutz. But it's okay. At least but, not my at least not my floor is clean. <laughs> but like you saw, I didn't touch it. It was just sitting I, on the chair. I well, just I fell over. I wasn't looking. I only saw the aftermath of tea everywhere on the floor. Um, some of the answers on Reddit to what fictional character uh, quote blah 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 blah. User God underscore underscore trunks two K says this is the worst day of your life so far. Homer Simpson. Uh, another user balls of winter steel. I wish it need not have happened in my time, said Frodo. So do I, said Gandalf, and so do all who live to see such times. But that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is that is what to do with the, with time, the time that we is, have that is given us. Oh, given to us. Nobody knows it's here, do they? Do they, Gandalf? That was my Frodo impression. But that's all I can say in that accent. 
Andre underscore Tinker underscore Tone writes, sucking at something is a first step towards being sort of good at something. Jake the dog. I don't know who Jake the dog Do you know who Jake the dog No is? idea, but that is that is good. Everybody sucks when they start, and then you just get better and better. Like, I always, that was actually one that surprised me. I always thought that people were just, like, amazing at drawing. You, you know, you see someone who draws, and you never, I didn't realize, it's like, oh, no, they were actually terrible when they started, too. Maybe a little bit better than the other kids who were also terrible, but they got some praise. They liked it. They kept working. They were just drawing all the time, drawing. And by the time you see these like incredible sketches, or whatever, they put like thousands of hours in and gotten better and better and better. Yeah. It's like everybody sucks. It's just a process. Yep. Uh, that was it for ask Reddit question. Number one, Reddit question. Number two, what is the stupidest reason you have a scar? Aaron, that would be a freshman year of college. Okay. Um, our mutual friend, uh, Mr. Tori McGowan. <laughs> Tori. Like, like shocking that Tori is involved in this story somehow, right? <laughs> uh, he decided to go in with, I think, two other people to buy just a beat-up car. And, I mean, this thing was just a wreck. The So much so that the driver's side door was welded shut to the frame. Oh, nice. So, like, you, they would have to get in through the passenger side climb over the, the, the clutch to actually what? get to the driver's seat. And for some reason, I remember this was this was night in the, the parking lot outside the CI, that was the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wanted to go somewhere in the car, or maybe he just wanted to like let me drive it. To, he was like proud. He's like, look, I have got a car that I sort of own with other people. <laughs> and Wait, he didn't own it by himself? He owned, he was no, like he, it was like a $500 car that he bought with two other people. <laughs> Did they have insurance? Uh, Absolutely not. not. Was not. it registered? No. I mean, this this was an ill-fated venture from the get-go is what I'm trying to communicate. Right, right, right. And yeah, I think it was, he was like, yeah, drive my car. Like, look, like he was proud though. He was like, look, I have my own car, um, which which was disappointing because I, I had actually gotten him a car. Like my, my uh, great aunt had this like old, it was kind of like a classic car and she just wanted to get rid of it. And I gave it to Car uh, Tori, but he, I think he left it in Pennsylvania with his brother. So anyhow, this, neither here nor there. We have this this five hundred dollar car welded shut, and I'm gonna drive it. And my dumbass was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go in through the open driver's side window, thinking what could possibly go wrong. What did go wrong was there was a like jagged piece of metal poking up from the frame, and it caught right above. My knee. So you can see the scar right there. Right there. And so now, like, I'm I'm sort of in his car, just gushing blood. And I don't I don't remember how we got to... I think it was a Rite Aid at the quad. I, like, I, I'm assuming I didn't drive. I probably got in the passenger seat. Now there's, <laughs> there's this beat-up car with blood all over it. And, like, I stagger into the Rite Aid trying to just find gauze or something to stop the bleeding. Cause I'm like, okay, I definitely need to go to the hospital. <laughs> Cause it was, it was cut like down to the muscle. Like Ooh. you could see, yeah. I mean, it was like clean through the skin. Ugh. I don't think it cut the muscle at all. And the cashier at Rite Aid, it just has this horrified look on their face. Like, Oh my, what the fuck happened? What? And I'm just like, Oh, I, where's the gauze? And they just go on a dead sprint 
and then don't even say anything. Come back, just shove this package of gauze in my hand and say, get out. Really? <laughs> yeah. They didn't even make me pay for it. Wow. They were just like, get the fuck out. Wow. Because <laughs> there was, while I'm sitting there, there was just a pool of blood accumulating on the floor. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I just like holding gauze. I, we go to wherever the, the Whittier emergency room was. What a day for that person too, as a, like an employee, like this fucking crazy dude just walked in and was bleeding everywhere. He probably got stabbed or some shit. Well, and that is uh, what I realized they thought happened when I was at the hospital. Cause they were asking me all these like leading questions. And they're like, so how did this happen? And, and I was like, well, I was, you know, I cut it on a car and they're like, no, really? How, how did this happen? Like, this is very important for police records. I'm like, what? And they're like, you get, you know, if this was gang related, you have to tell me. I'm like, oh no, no, no. Like, I, and then for a second, I was like, man, maybe I just run with this. I was like, yeah. <laughs> There's like five of them to jump me. Like I killed two of them. No, wait, no, 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 no. This is getting worse for me. And then I, no, so I just told them, I'm an idiot. And my friend bought a car, and I tried to jump through the window because the the door was welded shut, and I, I cut it open on a piece of metal. Like I'm I'm just dumb. And yeah, there was a, a look of like real disappointment. I think mostly in me, <laughs> in their faces, and I felt it was earned and deserved. So that was the dumbest scar I ever got. I have uh, an equally as stupid uh, incident. When I was younger, my folks would leave me at my grandparents' house, like uh, for to wait for the to wait for the school bus to pick us up at my grand grandparents' place. So they dumped me off at their at their place like in the morning, and then when I got out of school, I'd go back to my grandparents' house and, until my folks got home. Anyway, my grandmother had these old, I don't know if you've ever seen these machines. They're like the, the before there were dryers, like air heated dryers, there used to be these things that would- Oh, like the tumble things? The, t- the tumble things that, yeah. would, that would wring out like basically water or moisture out of whatever you were washing. And um, my grandma was like showing me like, hey, don't do this. Whatever you do, don't put your hand in here. Like, don't do this. I was like, okay. And what do I do? Like the second she steps away is I put my hand in it. And it it literally sucked my entire arm up to like just about short of my shoulder all the way through this thing. And so you got these two rolling pins that are just fucking like squeezing the shit out of my arm. My fucking entire arm was like blue, purple, like there was no blood. Luckily, our neighbor, my grandparents neighbor was like a like kind of a handyman, like semi mechanical and mechanically inclined guy. So he was able to take the fucking thing apart, get my arm out of there. They took me to the hospital and uh, yeah, they basically like had to give me all kinds of crazy medication to get the blood flow going again. And for some fucking reason, that left me with this weird scar here. Is that why your one arm is so much smaller than the other? Is it? Yeah, you have like a baby arm Fuck on your you. left. What? Son of a bitch. No, so I got this weird scar. I thought scar. it was because you just, you just jerked off a lot more with your right. Oh, you son of a bitch. But yeah, I got that scar from... I don't, I don't know how that happened, but I guess that's just what ends up happening after it's, not having blood in your arm for a long time. When they reinflated your arm... That you had stretch marks. I'm picturing it like a cartoon where it's just flat, uh-huh. and they, like they put like you know one of those like pumps with a the needle. They put it in your arm, and they just go. Yeah, you're all better. Is that how it happened? Pretty much. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's why I have this weird scar, and you know, don't do stupid shit, idiot. But you know what? Like having those scars tells you, like, yeah, don't do stupid shit. That's how you you learn from your mistakes. Some of the other answers on Reddit. User Tadri Eloquence writes, I cut myself on the butcher's blade, then wiped the blade of my pants, cutting my leg. Okay, yeah, that's kind of dumb. You cut yourself twice. Beautiful, wonderful. User, wait, was that all one person? Yeah. 
User TK82, when I was six, I thought it would be a good idea to punch a hole in a piece of paper with a pair of scissors while my other hand was holding the paper directly on the other <laughs> side. Awesome. Good job. Oh, man. I, I don't have a scar from that, but I just, I, I, I have a memory of, I was in sixth grade, uh, and you know like the compasses for math so you could draw a uh-huh. circle? Yep. I, w- I was always just bored as fuck in, in middle school in particular. And like, I can't remember what I was trying to do. I was trying to like stick it in the top of a pencil or something. And it just, it like the pencil kind of uh, shattered a little bit. So it just mm-hmm. goes through the pencil right into my thumb. And amazingly, I, I didn't scream or make any noise. Like I'm just sitting there looking at this thing in my thumb. And for like a good minute, I'm like, what do I do? So I try to pull it out and I'm like, oh, this isn't going to gonna work. So I, I just... Raise my hand. I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom. I'm still just thinking. I'm just, and they're like, okay. So I get up with a thing in my thumb. I go to the bathroom. And I'm trying to like uh, run cold water over it and pull it out. I just can't get Ugh. it out of my thumb. So I, fi- <laughs> I finally go to the nurse's office, and she like, she she this, this nurse was like, this is what I've this is what I've been preparing for. This is my time, and she decided I had to go to the emergency room. So she put like a cup like over my hand and did all this crazy tape work. Cause she's like, I have to immobilize. I'm oh, like, dude, God. I don't have a fractured leg. You fucking <laughs> psycho. Um, so I go to the ER with like this cup and like intricate tape job. And they're just like, what, what is this? I'm like, Oh, there's a, a compass stuck in my thumb underneath. And they cut it off. And all they did was that there's like this little free spray. Yeah. And they just go, Shh, yank it out. And Ouch. that was that. Uh, Fun times. Another user calm, calm flies writes. I sat on my hair straightener. Those fuckers get hot. Like, the ch- the shit that chicks use to straighten their hair out, uh-huh. those fuckers get, like... Sc- did you, have you ever touched, like, a hot iron? Like, the old metal irons? Yeah. And, like, yeah, that those fucking things get stupid hot. I can imagine, like, sitting on one, like, not knowing it's on. You're like, duh. Uh, last one I'll read. Iconic Pop-Tart writes, Kid Me was pretending to be a cat running on all fours. I ran my head into the dishwasher. Forehead scar. Awesome. Good shit. <laughs> what? It must have been da- like I'm trying to picture this. It must have been the the door must have kind of been part way down. Yeah, yeah. And they just weren't looking where they're going. Dumb, dumb, dumb people. Well, we're dumb too. And that was it for Reddit question number two. This week, new on Netflix. What what is the name of our, our fake title? The fake title. Aaron, have you seen the Good Nazi? I'm actually one of the few people who have seen it. Um, <laughs> Well, no, because, you know, there's like a handful of movies that, you know, or they're made and there's a good size budget and everything, but they just are never released. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this movie's only recently coming out uh-huh. because it, just like it says, it is, it is about a, uh, a Nazi occupation of a small town in Norway um, where the, there, there is, there is a, a Nazi, he, he's sort he's sort of kind of like a, a, a bumbling, but very friendly, polite Nazi. So he doesn't, you know, really fit in with the, the marching and Heil, Heil Hitler and like saluting like, that's not really his deal. So they just send him to oversee this small town, uh, in Norway that, that they've, they've taken over. And part of the reason it wasn't released was because Robin Williams was cast to play it. This was, I think, when he was probably going through a lot of bouts of heavy depression and sort of, he, you know, he's, he was a little bit manic. And, like, a lot of it comes through in the performance where it's, it's funny, but you do feel like he's getting more aggressively uh, unhinged as the movie goes. And, like, I don't know if that was acting. I think he was really losing <laughs> it. Like, this movie might have been what what drove him to take his own life. So when I was watching, I'm like, holy fuck, like, it, it felt really tense. 
Um, the overall gist of the movie is he's trying to he he's really conflicted with with uh, his, his role as a Nazi because he's like on the one side it has great benefits, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> the pay's pretty good. He's kind of an idiot and uh, it's taking a risk of family, and he's like that's a positive, you know. And and then on my pros and cons list, like. You know, like the murdering millions of people. I, I do. I feel bad about that. <laughs> I feel like that's not being nice. But so in this this town, he's actually trying to um, he's trying to hide Jewish people from the Nazis. And probably the funniest scene was you remember Jason Biggs from uh, uh-huh. yeah he American from American Pie. Pie yeah he was the pie he fucker. was the pie fucker yep will be forever forever labeled as that mm-hmm. you know forget his work in Saving Silverman you know whatever I can't think of another movie he's been in but y- you get the gist. Uh, he he plays one of the, the residents of the town, and they're trying to figure out how to disguise Jews as as like blonde Aryans. So there's there's a scene where they're trying to dye Jason Biggs's hair with <laughs> lemon juice. Oh shit! And and yeah, he he comes out looking a lot more like a Ronald McDonald than <laughs> than your typical German. Nice. But it's funny because there's there. It's funny you even mentioned the curling iron thing before and ask Reddit because they're they're trying to straighten his hair and dye it blonde, and he he does sit on a curling iron mm. to comedic effect. Nice. While they're going through this this uh, this this Nazi Aryan makeover, toasty um, nuts. It was toasty buns actually. Oh, toasty buns. He sits on it. Oh okay. Well, he can. He, sit he didn't. No, he didn't try to to put his dick on it. Or no, his balls. I mean, he wasn't teabagging it. Same. Your balls can get burnt. Anyhow. Mondo, Mondo, is yep. there something you want to, another nope. scar story you want to, you're trying to tell us? Uh-uh, uh-uh. Nope. I don't have scars on my nuts. Okay, keep your secrets. But that, that was The Good Nazi. Um, it is, it's funny, like anytime Robin Williams is being manic and, and crazy and also trying to keep it all together and be polite, like that's just a funny movie. But yeah, it's kind of dark, especially knowing that not too long after he made it, he committed suicide. So... I don't know, not for the faint of heart, but if you're a huge Robin Williams fan and you're like, I want to watch every movie my favorite actor ever made, this is a must for you, The Good Nazi. Not on Netflix or anywhere because we just made it up. <laughs> but there, there is a show that's actually on Netflix that I, I've watched the full first season, there's not a second season yet, called Squid Game. Do you have any questions? Yeah, what the heck is it about? General premise of the show. I So I caught it on... Um Something very similar. To, you know, like when they recommend you, like they want to recommend a show. Uh-huh. So, like, we obviously we've seen um, Sweet Home. I've seen Sweet Home. I don't remember if you've seen Sweet Home. And then there was that other Sweet Tooth. No, no, Sweet Home, Alabama. No, no, um, no. There's an actual show called Sweet Home, and it's I think South Korean or something, and it's kind of a zom- zombie monsterish. I think we talked about it on the uh, previous Netflix briefly, but. Um, yeah, no, so. so it's it's not not zombies or monsters or anything like that. Uh, not unlike the good Nazi, it's a lot of social commentary. Mm. Um, so the real general gist is, for reasons unknown initially, uh, a a group of people who are like really down on their luck, uh, either terrible debt or you know they owe uh, loan sharks money, or they they there's there's one character who needs money to try to smuggle her parents out of North Korea into South Korea. Cause this whole show takes place in, in it's South Korean characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they, they are voluntarily recruited to play these games. Um, and I, I don't want to spoil how they're recruited. Cause it's kind of a funny scene, but also when you think about it, you're like, Oh wow. Yeah. This really speaks to how desperate 
all these people must have been. Um, and they're they're assembled on this this remote island, and they're they're not forced. They're they're playing children's games where if you lose the game, you're just killed immediately on the Whoa. spot. But the more people k- killed, the more money goes into this giant prize pool piggy bank. And eventually, a winner or winners gets to walk away if they make it through all six games. Oh, interesting, huh? Yeah, so I, it came up on one of the, like the recommendation things to watch. I just never got to watch it. Is it subtitled? I imagine it's subtitled then, right? It's not like I, dubbed. It, it is dubbed. Oh, I watched. It? I watched it with subtitles. Yeah, I prefer subtitles. I don't um, like when they dub things. So another way, because we we talked about a, a show called Alice in Borderland. Yeah, that's the one that. It reminded me there, of. There are some similarities, but Alice, Alice in Borderland was very sort of cartoonish anime. Like, this this is, after especially after the first episode or two, it does feel like a little bit more grounded, despite being a very ridiculous, over-the-top situation. Um, so, yeah, I don't want to really... Sp- does in- this one get as graphic as the, as a, a Alice in Borderland, where there's actual, like, blood and guts and shit? Like- uh, there's a lot of blood and guts, but it's not quite as graphic because people are, are mostly just being shot. Oh, okay. Um, there's there's not quite the same level of gruesome death because it, it, it's, yeah, I don't think the show wanted the focus to be just on purely the blood and gore. Like, they wanted you to feel the tension the characters are feeling as people are dying, uh-huh. but it, it wasn't just about kind of uh, shock value completely. Holy moly. Do you have more questions? Are there any hot Asian chicks in it? Uh... I don't. I don't <laughs> think. No. So I'm trying to think. Like there, there, there are a couple of uh, of the like younger women who are contestants that were like pretty cute. But I don't think anyone would, would be like, oh my god, they're amazingly hot in the show. I bet one or both of them, like when they're made up and they're they're playing a role where it's supposed to be a cute girl, probably looks super, super attractive. Mm. But like the one, the, you know, I referenced her earlier. It's like, she's like a, a pickpocket and she kind of has like a, a almost not grubby, but like she's got like circles under her eyes and she looks like she hasn't slept for days and like it fits the character. But mm. yeah, I could see particularly if uh, a makeup artist was trying to make her look attractive, someone being like, Oh my God, it's the most beautiful Asian woman ever. But like I said, the, sh- the show, how many it, episodes did you say? Well, I think you mentioned. I believe it's nine. Nine episodes. So there's six, there's a total of six games they have to play, yeah. but it's a nine episode series or season. Correct. Okay. And you said you saw the entire thing, or you just you're still watch? Is there after watching the season? Is there potential for a second season, or was it a one and done kind of? There's there's definitely a potential for the second season. Got it. Because they they left like a little bit of uh, uncertainty. I wouldn't call it a cliffhanger. Like it was pretty well resolved, and but it all sort of depends on what the the main character wants to do. Because again, there's just a lot of sort of morality in play. Like the sort of the one of the main themes is the nature of man. Like are people inherently good or are they inherently bad? I mean, when you're playing these death games. It, it could be very easy to only look out for yourself or, or maybe try to get ahead, uh, you know, on somebody else's blood and sacrifice. So, like, at the end, this guy's made it out and he realizes that these games are potentially still going on elsewhere. And it, you you can kind of see he has a choice. He's like, you know what? I, I can just steer clear of this. You know, I've, I've got – I've reaped uh, the benefits. Because, you know, there, there's several main characters, so I'm not going to tell you which mm-hmm. which one um, – 
walks away. But like the way I interpreted the ending is like he he is deciding to whether or not he wants to just carry on with his life. You know, try to. Uh, Fuck! I just said he. I gave away the gender. Okay, there's there's three there's three male main characters, so it could be any one of them. But it seemed like in the second season, it might be about trying to stop the games, right? As opposed to participating in mm-hmm. them. Put it that way. Excellent. And these are obviously South Korean actors, so you're not they're not actors you've recognized from other shows or whatever. No, and you know, and it was it was really interesting because I hadn't really thought about this, but like mo- like a lot of them are not portrayed well. Like, like one of the leads, uh, is actually like a really handsome guy. Like when I, you know, saw his, his, uh, uh, like headshot when I was looking at the actors, but he just looks like shit in that show. Like he looks like a, you know, a borderline, like homeless person. I, I almost didn't continue watching cause it, it did to me have a sort of cartoonish feel initially, but like it gets a little bit more real. And, uh, yeah, there. This this is also not unlike the good Nazi, not for the faint of heart. <laughs> Similar also to Game of Thrones. Like no, no one is safe, and you probably will get a little emotionally vested in a character that meets a grisly doom. Excellent. I will put it on my uh, to watch list. I don't have a whole lot more for this episode. It's kind of a short one, but that's okay. Uh, I just came back from the uh, Salida event I told you about last week. Um, got there Friday, didn't do much Friday, it rained out there, uh, beautiful drive, and then Saturday was like drink fest all day, and, and yeah, we did go and promote our company, our business, and handing out flyers, and we got, we generated quite a bit of interest, so we'll see if it actually pays off, but, uh, god damn, that drive back today was horrible, I was like hungover, I had to drink Gatorades and waters, like the whole drive, uh, drive back, I was like trying to not yak, and then uh, I had to come here to do this episode. <laughs> so that's why I feel like kind of like shitty, but it's all right. It was fun. I know. It is unfortunate you had to go so far to get to the studio. Um, <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to try to locate it someplace more convenient for you in the future. I mean, from solidity here, you douche. <laughs> Son of a bitch. But yeah, um, it was a fun event. I, I'd look forward to doing it again next year. Maybe not drink as hard. Maybe. I don't know. Probably not. I'll probably still drink as hard. Um. Yeah, I, I've i been working away on uh, this promotional stuff for Legacy Fighting Alliance, who's going to have a show in Vail, Colorado, mm. not too long from now. But I'm really debating on whether or not I want to go to it. What? I would go if I were you. Yeah, here's the thing. And this is why, I'm, again, I'm, I'm proceeding a little bit more cautiously. Like, I have a, a friend who got got the, the uh, Moderna vaccine. And then also got COVID and was just like super fucked up for two weeks. Couldn't oh. go to work, anything like that. And that's one where I think if there weren't other health complications that I that I have, I just wouldn't. I'd be like, you know what? If I get it, I'm just gonna have to quarantine and and like I should be okay. Like he didn't. Ha- he he was not in good shape, but he didn't have to go to the emergency room or anything like that. Right. But. I'm just at the point, I'm like, dude, I just don't want another health thing to have to deal with. Like, I'm just getting over elbow surgery. Like, I still have a bunch of trouble sleeping, like this, that, and the other. I just don't want to throw two weeks of COVID into the mix. So, like, gotcha. I'm a little bit more hesitant um, hearing hearing his... By the way, this friend lives in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking, right? And he called me. He's like, dude, COVID's real. I'm like, I, I, I know. He's like, no, but, like, really, it can be really bad. I'm like, I... 
yeah, yes, there's like 700,000 people have died from it. He's like, yeah, but like I got it and I got the vaccine and I still got really sick and I couldn't go to work. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, that's the one thing that I think is often left out. Cause people are like, well, there's like a 99% survival rate, but like, yeah, this guy I'm, I'm talking about never had to go to the ER. He wasn't in ICU even, but he could not go to work for, I think he said, yeah, like two, two and a half weeks. And he, he was scrambling to figure out how he's going to pay rent because he's living paycheck to paycheck and he didn't get a paycheck for two weeks. Yeah. Like that's, that's a problem just because you don't die. doesn't mean it doesn't fuck you up. So I'm, like I said, I'm on the fence. Uh, one of my, uh, a really good friend of mine passed away on like Tuesday or Monday. I think it was Tuesday, Tuesday morning. I get a call from his older brother. Um, I know that I, I'm the way I met this guy. He he used to work with my brother at a you know hose distributor out in LA, and then he left the company but stayed within the industry. So he went from being a coworker of my brother's to being like a supplier of my brother's company mm-hmm. and also the companies I work for. And that's how we met. He introduced me to him, and then you know we all hit it off. Um, Don had an older brother named had an old I said had because Don's no longer with us, but Don had an older brother named Eric. And Eric and Don would hang out with my brother and myself, and we'd go do the stupidest shit. We'd go like to Santa Anita Raceway on Friday nights to go. Uh, they used to do these dollar beer things, and they'd give you a two beer limit per person. So what we would do, and we learned this trick from Don or Eric or both, we'd get two of us would go in line and get our two beer max, and we'd set them on a on a bench, and then we would just keep rotating until we like. Um, compiled like 30 beers in front of us for the four of us because they usually was like a cutoff time and we just have a good time drinking a shitload of beer listening to music um he used to come play poker with us he was a poker uh, guy for you know part of our group for like 10 15 years and uh you know we've gone to trips together to the state line to vegas and good dude um i think he over the course of the years his adulthood years he just started kind of putting on more and more weight and develop like really bad like uh, apnea where you would you know stop breathing in the middle of the night and, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what uh, what happened on Tuesday morning he he uh, you know stopped breathing in the middle of the night and his mom came into the room to wake him up and he was uh, no longer with us his brother calls me and you know letting me know all the bad news and so I'm kind of waiting for info from his brother I may have to fly out to California on emergency to go you know pay my respects go to his his services if they have you know services for him. Uh, but he was a good dude. Never, never, never did I see Don upset or angry. He was always like in good in a good mood or just laughing at stupid shit. Like always, he was kind of like, kind of like the dude. Kind of like you know, like just always mellow and in positive spirits. And um, you know, sad to see the guy go. He had two uh, two kids from a previous um, uh, marriage or relationship, and and his kids are you know full grown. I think. I think his daughter's probably, you know, 18 to 20 and his son's in that same age range as well. But uh, sad to see that guy. Uh, You know, the last time I talked to him was like about a month ago. His birthday was August 30th. And (laughs) he and we had this thing like at poker nights, like whenever you were one of the first people to get eliminated, you were either the beer bitch, like you were on beer duty to go get beers, like if we ran out of beer, or you were the guy that went and got food for everybody, like late night munchies. And so he went to like Wienerschnitzel and got a shitload of chili cheese fries burritos <laughs> and a shitload of corn dogs because they're like a buck a piece. And this maniac takes a corn dog, 
removes the stick from the corn dog, puts the corn dog inside the chili cheese fresh burrito. So he would like, we would just drink our heads off and then yell at the top of our lungs, chili cheese fries burrito. And and he's just a fun, fun guy that, you know, he's going to be missed. God damn, I didn't want to end the episode of, on a on a negative or sad note, but... Uh, I, I, I have a, I have a not exactly related question, okay. but I I saw that it is Raymond Thomas's birthday today. Oh, Ray Thomas. Yeah. Ray? Uh-huh. Ray, Ray. Um, I don't know him at all. Never talked to him. Never had a conversation. Really? Never met him. Not a once. Really? Um, but from the very little I've seen of him, he's, like to me, I'm like, dude, this seems like an interesting dude. Like, and so I, I had the thought when I saw it was his birth, probably not today, but just reach out and be like, hey, like Lancer alum, never talked to you. Let's, let's have a phone combo. Just would like to get to know you. You think it's worthwhile? Like, yeah, no, definitely get a hold of Ray. He's a, he's an interesting dude. He's a, he's, he's for, for those of us that know Ray and love Ray, we've always known he was gay. And like five years ago, he decided to come out. We're like, dude, we oh, like, wait, is that was a question? What? Okay. Sorry, I, I I knew nothing about his coming out or anything. I just, from like the, the 10 Instagram images mm-hmm. or Facebook images, I, I thought that was just a given. No, that's what I'm saying is if you knew him when you, when you first, when I first met Ray, when he was like a, a, a active in, in college, when he was mm-hmm. a, re- a recruit, right? You knew right away from the minute you, you talked to him that he was gay. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't up until like five years ago he decided to come out to us and we were like, yes, Ray, we know. <laughs> You you can't you can't hide it, dude. I'm sorry. He's just a flamboyant guy. Just uh-huh. put it nicely. But he's a he's a he's a good dude. He's always cared about Lancer. Like Lancer's always been a very important part of his life, and he's always wearing Lancer swag and memorabilia. And he had like he had like a I guess an embroidery uh, lady that would do all his custom Ray Thomas shirts, and and he always had the like I said Lancer swag was Ray's like number one. <laughs> <laughs> Seems very fashion conscious. He I, was because well, I remember a, there was a a group of photos he posted where he'd went to a wedding. Mm-hmm. So I was a little inspired when I was trying to put together uh-huh. my wedding ensemble. I'm like, damn, Ray brought it to that wedding. The I good mean, the guy has good sense of fashion for sure. You, I, know? you know, it was his was a little bit not over the top, but just a little bit uh, louder. A little, little oh, bit. Oh, he tends to do that. Yep. Then uh-huh. then I wanted to go, but I remember because I think he was also he had like a like a bright blue blazer or something that effect and i was like i mean his it might, maybe it was purple i'm not sure but i was like yeah like i want i want a little bit more more color so that's that was part of the inspiration for the the blue uh blue and gray ensemble that i wore because i was like damn i will tell looks ray looks good in this wedding i'll tell you what i think i think homecoming is coming here pretty soon like lancer home i don't know it's usually like october november i don't know when it is mm-hmm might be worth we both go out there and you can meet Ray. Ray will definitely be there. Ray does not miss a single Lancer event. It doesn't matter what it is. He goes to he he's gone to stags. It's like Ray, you're old. Stop. <laughs> Don't go to this shit. You're old. You're like my he's like he's only like a couple years younger than me than us, you know. So anyway, happy birthday, Ray. Thanks for bringing that up. At least we don't have to end the episode with a fucking downer. Dude, but, I tried to pull it back. And yeah, yeah. Just had to back no, no, no. <laughs> he's a good dude. Get call him. Get to know him. He's he's funny. He's he, but he is loud for sure. He's <laughs> he's a he's a character. Um, yeah, I think that's what we have for this episode. Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it. Hopefully, this video portion makes it a little bit more. Um, I don't know another way to digest us. Uh, although we're not really, I'm not very visually. Uh, uh, appealing or entertaining I don't know but maybe it just helps you to kind of watch the show or get you know more access to us but uh, what do you think
Well, like I said, this this was more of a test run. We'll we'll figure out. Okay. Um, you know, maybe maybe we could we could consult Ray. We can have him give you some fashions <laughs> and style tips just so you can be a little bit more visual appealing. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, we'll we'll take it from there. Like like everything. Like we said earlier, it's it's a process. It's you're not good at anything when you start it, but you can get better and better. So awesome. th- this is a new facet of the show that will only get better. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you.